At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to In the NoCo, a daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Tuesday, September 12th. I'm Erin O'Toole. Back in June, thousands attended the MAPS Psychedelic Science Conference in Denver. It was just months after Coloradans approved the legalization of plant medicines like psilocybin mushrooms and mescaline, paving the way for so-called healing centers where people can legally obtain these substances in the coming years. The conference grabbed plenty of headlines, but most coverage missed an indigenous-led protest during closing remarks by conference director Rick Doblin. Listen, there are a lot of people who have been harmed by this movement, and I understand you all want to hear what Rick has to say, but we have been marginalized and kept out. Among the protesters was Boulder Councilor Kutumi Castro. They are an indigenous mestizos Quechua two-spirits born and raised in Ecuador. Castro says the protest was unplanned, but their concerns have been simmering for a long time. They worry about the exploitation of these traditional indigenous medicines and want indigenous healers to be centered in this movement. We caught up with Castro at their home in Boulder, just as a booming thunderstorm rolled in. Here's an excerpt from that conversation. I began by asking them what makes these plant medicines different from Western therapeutic approaches and how they may benefit people who use them. Oh, I can be here for hours. Uh, <laughs> medicine has its life on its own. For my culture, for myself, they're elders. They're elders that are present. They're sentient beings. They're not, they're not just a substance, mm-hmm. right? So when you're in a relationship with, uh, with them, they open you up to see layers and layers of what's happening to you and also what's happening around. Uh, really open, bring, th- bring that ancestral wisdom and, and, and your ability to be able to see and connect and really begin to understand and unpack what's really happening around here. Mm-hmm. What we see and what I see that it has caused so much harm is the colonial mindset that has been imposed through colonization. And so one of the things that we work consciously in my community is to help people remove some of that colonial veil. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call it la mariación colonial. The reality we see through all these narratives that have been passed down through generations and generations mm-hmm. that have made it in a way that we don't see really what's happening. Like, I don't get to fully see you because like I've carried so many assumptions of who you are mm-hmm. based on how you're dressed, how you look, the color of your skin, how you behave, how you look at me. There's so many things, right? So a lot of that, uh, what medicine does is help people work through those layers slowly, slowly. And it's not a competition. You know, it might take so many generations before we can actually reach the place where it feels more stable for a lot of people. But in, in an essence, that's what medicine for me does and does and also for other people really help remove those layers so that we can get to see each other for who we are and also we can see nature for who it is. In the Quechua people, we don't have a word for nature uh, because we've never seen ourselves separated from nature. And I used to see myself separated from nature, and I used, and I still have to go back and forth sometimes because I caught, catch myself into this colonial place. Um, I was born in the city, right? Okay. Even though my, my culture is very mixed and indigeneity was very present for me, I was still raised in the city where, with a lot of colonial mindsets. Um, so 
moving back into the understanding that this body that I have is actually Pachamama, this body is the earth. Um, the earth is, it's, we're in, in, in an intertwine, and life is weaving itself, right? Um, that's, that's some wisdom that we have lost through the colonial mind. So a lot of the work that medicine does is take you back to that uh, collective wisdom or understanding that life is happening and it's very complex and it's very beautiful and it's very chaotic and it's like all these different colors that is happening and at the same time we we try to like label it and put it in boxes right that's the colonial mind trying to put it in boxes try to extract it try to like understand it from a very conceptual mind and and, and life doesn't like to be put in boxes because if it can be exploited for profit or for easy categorization, as you said, putting things in boxes, I understand why that would be more comfortable to Western medicine. It sounds like you're working to try to have people understand <laughs> this is not that. A hundred percent, you know, I mean, sacred medicines for me, for myself, wow, that's so beautiful. <laughs> Thunder beings, yeah. uh, relatives, <laughs> yeah. They're cleaning us, you know, they're cleaning, purging the place, purging the land. Yeah. Um, you said, you know, when we put things into boxes, it's usually coming from a place of extraction, meaning I don't really fully see you. Mm -hmm. I want to see only these little places that I'm putting in the box. Mm -hmm. So we usually pick what we don't want and pick what we want. So that's already an extraction. And, and also in the colonial um, mindset, people put things into boxes, in boxes to repack package them and to sell them or like give them away as like this is my own invention this is my own thing like a sense of appropriating it you know it's appropriating nature mm. appropriating life making it like this is my own creation right so that comes uh, again another piece of the colonial mind and we see that happening very very often in so many different ways not just in the, in the plant medicine um, but in the plant medicine is really harmful because plants are elders for us mm -hmm. for indigenous people they have the wisdom of the earth um, they're very sacred, you know, sacred is something that in the Western mentality, I don't think people really understand what sacred is. And and that's a very a big concern for me as an indigenous person when I speak about that, because because of the lack of understanding of what sacred is, is that's why there is so much harm um, that is caused, right? Because if you don't understand that, then you're like, you don't care. Thank you for helping to clarify. I know people want to understand why it's not all rosy as we roll this out in Colorado. I want to ask you about decolonizing because for myself, I think of land being colonized. To decolonize might be a little bit confusing for some people. Could you give us some examples of what this means to help us understand? So the, the first piece for me to, when I share with people, is to understand that most people have been colonized. And meaning it's not just the land, but this is your first land. Your body is your first land, mm -hmm. right? This is our first sov uh, sovereignty, right? That has been taken away from us. Like we don't really get to choose how we dress. A lot of the ways we dress actually come through like the social environment, the input of like, you know, the standards of beauty that come through European white lands and all those pieces, right? So yes, we do have some choice, but we have lost a lot of choice, yes. right? So that's the first thing to really understand that it's not just medicine, but like our bodies have been colonized, right? And they continue to be colonized. You know, the whole subject about women, women's rights, right? About health, sure. right? Men deciding for women what is right for them, right? Yes. So that's another layer of patriarchal colonization, right? So understanding that the first, the first piece is coming to terms that we need to work daily and consciously to see the layers 
in our mind, how we're thinking daily, that we're actually putting ourselves in that in that framework that doesn't allow us to be fully who we are, but put us into the colonial lens or in, in a colonial box that is cutting pieces of who we are. So there's a lot of layers of human conditioning. Kutumi Castro, thank you so much for talking with us today. It's really wonderful to meet you. Thank you as well. Appreciate it. You can hear more of our conversation with Boulder counselor and indigenous healer Kutumi Castro at KUNC.org. And we want to know what you think. Do you have questions about the legalization of plant medicines like psilocybin mushrooms or how the voices and experiences of indigenous healers can be centered in this movement? Send us an email at noco at kunc.org. We may use your thoughts in an upcoming episode. That's it for us today here on In the NoCo. We'll be back tomorrow with a look at how historic flooding in 2013 changed the landscape of life in northern Colorado. Our producer is Jocelyn Mesa Miranda. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm your host, Erin O'Toole. We'll see you next time.